Hey guys, welcome to the Challenge Podcast. I'm Coach Steve. And I'm Coach Nick. And we're going to be talking about everything fitness, health, and the challenge. Let's get on with the show. What's up guys, Coach Steve here, and welcome back to another episode of the Challenge Weekly Show. In today's episode, I'm joined with our co-host, Coach Nick. Nick, how are you doing today? I'm very well, thanks, Coach Steve. Um, My rabbit is doing cardio up and down the hallway at the moment. So you might hear her little feet. I don't know what she's doing, but she's obviously really getting her steps done for the challenge. Yeah, yeah. We might have a a temporary uh, co-host, Nick's Nick's rabbit. Uh, What's her name? Coco. Coco. Coco Coco the co-host. Rabbit. (laughs) Getting, Getting her steps in, his steps in. It's a girl, so she's getting her steps in and buttons yeah. the boy, but he does not do his steps. He no. just lies there. So classic, yeah. Okay, okay. He's just too tired from the the weightlifting session he did, right? That's right. He's yeah. he's like Coach Steve. He just uh, does. Yeah. yeah, he has just like <laughs> different goals to Coco. <laughs> no, love it, love it, Nick. Uh, I believe a happy birthday is in order. Is that right, Nick? That'll be at the end of the week, but you are more than welcome to tell me happy birthday all week. All week, it's your birthday we'll week, right? birthday week absolutely um i'm very happy to be celebrating my birthday there's nothing more i'd like to achieve in life other than get us through this challenge in the best way possible so i'm more than happy to have the best celebration ever tomorrow i might have two cookies with a candle in them for my birthday well that's 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 a crazy day tomorrow uh but look it's an exciting week nick it's your birthday week but it's also prep week prep week for the February challenge um, and it has started off with lots of excitement. So um, welcome to all our newest challenges. Welcome to everyone who's joining us for the M challenge, returning from the Max and the Maxine challenge and welcome to anybody who's returning back to the M challenge and welcome to anybody who is finding the podcast for the very first time. Um, The challenge weekly show is a weekly show brought to you by myself, Coach Steve and Coach Nick. And we start with a bit of an update about what's happening in the challenge world. Then we're going to cover over some um, community highlights, pointing out some individuals in our communities on social media, Facebook, Instagram, um, on the on the journal and such. And then we answer some um, pertinent questions that may have come up over the past week. So Nick, I thought we'd start off in this update here by running through a speed run of prep week, more specifically about some of the most common questions we get in prep week okay now mm-hmm. we do get uh you know frequently asked questions and um often they are similar questions multiple times a day on places like the forum and the facebook group um and that's not saying that you can't ask these questions they're totally fine acceptable questions um however you may find uh, an answer very quickly um by having a, a quick search of the forum maybe like scrolling through a few posts you might see your exact question already written there okay so nick let's run through them first one nick if someone said how do i prepare my meals so they looked at the nutrition plan maybe for the first time and they see uh maybe their breakfast it's serving a protein a couple of servings of energy and a serving of fruit and or vegetable um and they're asking the question how do i prepare my meal what would you tell that person i would tell them that it if you think about it as building blocks, you will build your meal based on, say, a serving of protein, a serving of energy, and um, some, uh, yeah, some some fats, uh, that kind of thing. Yeah, so building blocks, building blocks. You want to use each element as a building block. So don't get scared. Just think about it as different building blocks and think of it as an assembly line rather than, say, a restaurant meal. So we're deconstructing it. And you are learning all about the different elements that go into it. So then you can put it back together 
into something that is going to facilitate all of your goals? Yeah, I think you really nailed it there. Um, I, I do have a lot of empathy in looking at a nutrition plan and seeing just portions of foods and that can be a little bit overwhelming and thinking, geez, like, what am I meant to do with this? And I tell you first, when we're designing a nutrition plan, we kind of have a loose meal in mind, okay? So like when we're writing the, let's say a dinner, we might have a serving of, let's say beef, a serving of pasta, um, and then some vegetables, like maybe some, some lentils, some carrots, zucchini, something like that. Mm -hmm. um, and when I create something like that type of meal, in my mind, I'm thinking of something like a spaghetti bolognese. Okay, you know, we've got pasta, we've got beef, we've got some vegetables, you know, you could you could kind of MacGyver up like a spaghetti bolognese style of meal for that. However, there's no right or wrong way in preparing that meal. And the best way to approach building your meals, like you said, Coach Nick, is by building blocks. And you may look at the serving of protein, it might be chicken, it might be beef, it might be eggs, it might be tofu, um, whatever the protein is, we would recommend that you prepare that protein in its own right. So let's say chicken, you, you roast some chicken. Okay, great, you've got some roast chicken as a portion. Next, you'll be looking at your serving of energy. So let's say it's rice or pasta. And again, you could prepare that in its own way. So, you know, cook rice, cook pasta, and you know, have that in its own portion. And then you've got fruits and vegetables. So you may may choose to roast some vegetables, um, fry up some vegetables, blanch some, blanch some vegetables, steam some vegetables, have them raw, however you choose to have your vegetables. And the, the best idea is that if you think of like a plate and think of like a really traditional, maybe like Sunday roast, You've got your serving of protein, a serving of energy, some servings of fruits and vegetables on a plate or in a container or however you choose to have your meals. And then we're consuming that food that way. So there's no right or wrong way to prepare that meal. Um, yeah, okay, sometimes it might be really obvious what that meal is. Um, you know, maybe like some 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 oats with some fruit. Okay, you, maybe it's easier to make some oats, but then you could also blend that. You can make some overnight oats. You can, you can if you're fancy, turn it into some bars. You know, it, it's endless in how you prepare your meal. So um, there's no right or wrong way to how to prepare your meal. Best way to think about it is building blocks. And if you listen to some of the previous top 10 finalists talk about their approach to meal prep, often they would prepare each portion, maybe divvy that up in little Ziploc bags, little containers. And then when it comes to meal time, they would kind of like Lego, grab their portions of food, put it together on a plate, maybe heat it up and then consume. So it's less recipe based, like, you know, we're gonna be chefs, more of, um, you know, building blocks of food so that we can nourish our body and give ourselves nutrients. Yeah, and look, there's so many good tips on our group for that particular thing, because there are some real aficionados, some meal prep aficionados. Myself, um, not necessarily included, but sometimes I'll just inject a gem in there. Like the other day I opened a bag of salad and put some salmon with it and um, put it into a bowl and it, it hit every requirement and it took me maybe two minutes. So look out for gems like that because I'm serious. Everybody's busy. Um, you and I, Steve, we, we don't love sitting there and counting all our meal preppy things. We just have sort of routine that we stick to and it works for us. So it's about consistency as well. Please don't feel overwhelmed. Just take your time learning it and you only have to learn it once. That's the best thing about this sort of thing as well. You only have to learn it once and then you're off and running. That's right. Now we have spent lots of our resources um, to develop a, an algorithm, a sophisticated algorithm, algorithm on our M Challenge app. 
where it allows you to swap foods. So if there's certain foods where you may not enjoy, let's say tomatoes, or you don't like eggs, or you know, you if you were to change one item in a in the recipe in the sorry the the food list, you could make a certain recipe. So instead of ch changing it from from rice, you change it to pasta. We have this nice feature where you can swipe to the right, click the yellow swap icon and then choose another food. And what our algorithm will do is to um, portion out the new food that you wish to have to the exact portions that you can stay on track with your calorie intake. So it's a really cool feature so that if you don't like having, um, let's say bread in a certain meal and you wanna swap that out for another food item, let's say, I don't know, it's coming completely different like yogurt, how do you find a like for like swap for that? Our algorithm will do that for you and determine what portion of that new food you need to stick with your caloric goal, okay? So there's lots of flexibility, lots of ways to tailor that meal plan. And especially if you have a certain uh, diet preference that you wish to follow, um, maybe certain cuisines you like or certain cultural choices that you choose to make, you can make our nutrition framework fit within which meal plans you choose to have. And that may not be too different from what you normally have prior to the challenge. So if you enjoy having spaghetti bolognese on a Monday, that's my, my go-to on a Monday night. Um, you know, you can continue to have that routine with your family um, with some small swaps so that it fits within the way that you make your meals, um, just portioned out differently. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Nick, next most common question we get, um, maybe not in any particular order, but another common question that we get is, how do I add recipes into my plan. So we do have a range of recipes on the M Challenge app, um, or maybe there's recipes you find in, in cookbooks or online, or maybe um, hand-me-down recipes from your nonna about how to make spaghetti bolognese, right? How do we add some of these recipes into our meal plan? So Nick, what advice do you have for these people? Well, uh, the funny thing is about nonna spaghetti bolognese is it's quite similar to the one that we've got um, the clue, if you're going to play clue game, um, the clue is actually the spaghetti bolognese is, I believe, um, actually on the current meal plan um, anyway. So it's actually very similar to the recipe. But basically what I'm trying to say is it's very similar to the first question. It's broken down into ingredients. So um, you can make them all fit in. Or if you're not that way inclined, you have a look at the portion size. And then you can match it to your calories. So just say you have 320 calories for dinner and a portion size of spaghetti bolognese is about 285. You could do that. You might even be able to add just a little bit extra of something somewhere else. So uh, it you don't have to freak out about it. You sort of slot it in the best you can. And I promise you, if you have consistency and stick to it, that it will be absolutely fine. Um, I think you, you get that extreme end of zealots that go, if you don't fit it to the gram, then something bad's going to happen. But believe me, if you just eyeball it, go, that works for me, I'm going to prep that and stick with it. I think that a lot of our top tens that we've interviewed have done stuff like that and it's worked absolutely fine. Yeah, absolutely. Um, my my advice would be that you want to find the calorie um calories per portion of the recipe you wish to have. So let's say it's non spaghetti or maybe, um, you know, a, a recipe you find online or maybe one of our recipes on the end challenge app. And you would then need to review the meal summary at the bottom of each meal on your nutrition plan. So like you said, Nick, for example, if your dinner is 320 calories, you would just want to look for a recipe that has 320 calories per serve uh, and then just make a direct swap. You 
don't need to swap every ingredient over. Um, sometimes it's really easy if your dinner has four ingredients and then the recipe you want to swap in has four ingredients. Great, make the swap. Maybe it portions it out nicely for you. Great, happy days. But often recipes have, you know, maybe 10, 20 different ingredients and how do you kind of add them all into your meal plan? Um, so my advice is just to make a direct calorie swap, semi ignore what's going on in your nutrition plan. You know, it might be um, a range of ingredients, but you want to follow this recipe, follow the recipe, just find calories that match. My advice would be to aim within 10%. So if your example was 320 calories, aim for a meal that's maybe, uh, you know, 285, 290 calories, upwards of maybe 350, anywhere around there would be a good ballpark to find a recipe to, to substitute in. And that's the same answer as if you want to have um, like pre-made meals, such as um, uh, core power foods or macro meals or muscle chef or whatever you find online, similar um, idea where we're just finding um, similar calories per portion. That's that's the big, big rocks here. We're talking about calories is, is the main one we're talking about. Hmm. Yeah. Nick, that kind of leads us into the next most common question um, where individuals might ask um, us, what are the macros? What are my macros? What should my macros be? Um, what are the macros on the plan? Um, and then the follow on part would be, can I just create my own plan with the macros? So lots of questions around macros, lots of prioritization of macros, putting macros up on a pedestal, which is kind of like a leading question, Nick. So macros are, what would you say to someone who wants to know their macros and try to follow a plan around their macros? Okay, so what I would say is if somebody's listening to this and going, oh my gosh, I hadn't thought of macros, that's okay, okay? So what we want to do is we want to prioritize calories. So we, we there's, of course, there's the, if it fits your macros movement, that's where you would have heard about macros, but we want to prioritize calories. Secondly, if you are dieting, quote unquote, if you are um, eating less than you are expending we want to make sure that our protein is up there so that's the most important macronutrient to get pretty right because we want to make sure that we are preserving muscle mass which is what we're about we're about preserving and creating muscle mass that's our second name this challenge isn't it <laughs> so um, then carbs and fats are interchangeable it will depend on what you feel best on, what you perform best on, what your goals are. So it's not super important. That's the bigger answer to that. Um, so I think we're probably busting a few myths here in the first 10 minutes of the podcast, but um, hopefully it, it actually puts your mind at ease because you hit that calorie target, you hit your protein target, you're good with the other ones. You can chop and change, see what fits best for you. Obviously, I love consistency, as I've said about 10 times already. So try something, see see what it's like to, to try those carbs around training and stuff. Because I'll tell you, you will be getting those PBs, but that's just something, um, something else. But also, if you must know what your prescribed macros are, all you do is you go through and you tick off every single food in your plan for the day, and it will show you anyway. So if, if you're like, I must hit my macros, I want to do that, then you will get your targets at the very top. It will tell you because it basically does the work for you. It, the, the app or the program is assuming that you are eating all your foods that were prescribed or the swaps. And once you've ticked them off, you will have hit that. So it doesn't even need you to think about it unless you want to and take it out, out of house somewhere else. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, totally agree. Uh, I think the problem with macros, which stands for macronutrients, um, is that we're often putting you know the cart before the horse. And like you said, Nick, the big rocks here are, is the, the the total energy intake, calories that we're trying to consume. Um, regardless of what your macronutrients are, if you're not meeting the calorie restraint model, having a certain amount of calories that you need on a specific day, um, that's going to dictate your weight gain or weight loss, regardless of macros. Okay, I think the the limitation in trying to find the best macronutrient ratio is the assumption that there is a best macronutrient ratio. Right? It's assuming that oh, if I have these three numbers of these three hard to define. Um, energy sources, as in you know, proteins, carbs, and fats. You know, one look at food composition, you'll realize how difficult it is to even hit those three numbers exactly in a, in a, in a mathematical sense. Um, it's assuming that you know having exactly these three numbers is somewhat superior to another ratio of those numbers. Okay, uh, so if you're following along with what I'm trying to say, um, the the main point is that we want to hit calories. That's the main one. If what I just said didn't really make sense, I am going to invite you to spend a little bit of time looking at some of the articles in the learn section where we kind of break down um, macros, um, specifically articles like understanding nutrition, both the video series and article, um, the nutrition guidelines where we break it down a little bit more, um, and then even like how do I calculate my macros where we talk about it even further. Um, the, the main takeaway is protein, you know, we want a minimum of you know 1.5 grams per kilo of body weight, around two grams is a good target to aim for. Our program calculates all that for you. The carb to fat ratio doesn't matter too much. We would prefer to buy us more carbohydrates. We have more energy, um, but it ultimately comes down to your preference is what I would say. Okay, so my advice, don't get too caught up with, with macronutrients, focus mainly on, on your total caloric intake. Yeah, especially if you're just starting. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, it can be so overwhelming as you throw in macros. Um, and then then the next part is like, why do you stop at macros? You know, why are you talking about micros? You know, why aren't you going further into it all? So it's like, why is the conversation stopping just there? Because um, it's on Instagram. It is, yeah. Um, so start with calories. Uh, let, let our program do the macro calculations for you. Um, and if you want to take it out of house, uh, yeah, you can follow our macros or you can follow a plethora of other macro calculators out there. There's no right or wrong um, in terms of what you choose to have. Yeah, that's the other thing I want to point out. At the end of the day, we want we want you to be as happy and as interactive and get the best experience possible out of the challenge that you can. So if you've already got a great idea of how to do it and it's working for you, we don't say to you to change it. We want you to get out of it what you will. It might even just be the community support. It might be listening to us babble. You know, whatever it is, as long as you're happy, we're happy. Nick, next question is about cardio. Yes. Challengers will look at their training plan and scratch their head and think, oh, geez, there's there's no formal cardio on my plan. And formal cardio meaning something like, hey, these this challenge isn't saying to run on a treadmill for 20 minutes or sit on a bike for 30 minutes or, you know, use the rower for 15 minutes or some arbitrary way to measure cardio. Uh what would you say to someone who's asking about doing cardio um, and questioning why there's no cardio prescription on our training plan? Okay, so our uh, main thing is to prioritize weight training for body composition goals. So you know that's where we we put our emphasis when we create our programs. The other thing is uh, 
I suppose your movement is taken care of in your activity level with your steps. So whatever you've put down there, they're the steps that we wish you to do. The other thing about cardio, I mean, it, it's fantastic. It's great for your heart health. It's it's amazing, but it can be quite fatiguing if placed in the wrong order of your training program. It can kind of take away from, from your gains, which is really because we're about body composition, body transformation. Um, we're not necessarily talking about like running marathons or prepping for things like that. That is not our emphasis. However, we do have an option to add in various cardio activities we've even gone as far as to put skiing on there so um if you want to you can add it in wherever you want we just don't formally recommend that you do it because everybody's reasonably time poor we would like you to prioritize your weight training over any other type of formal cardio yeah, no, totally agree. I would say your cardiovascular training cardio would be coming from your daily step count, um, which is why we have prioritized things like the step leaderboard um, and interacting with activity trackers on the Challenge app so that you can uh, you know, focus mainly on your daily step count um, as a, a way to tip the scales in the energy balance. Again, I would recommend you check out some of the articles in the learn section where we talk about um, energy balance, calorie restraint model, and utilizing things like your step count to push yourself into an energy deficit or a calorie deficit, okay? So that's how we use cardio. We use cardio as an energy expenditure tool. Um, and in the challenge, our primary source of cardio would be your daily step count. A really nice way to measure it. How many steps did you do? It's a number, bang, there you go. Um, if you enjoy cardio, great, go wild. You can add it to your um, training plan, like what Nick suggested, by adding an exercise and you can um, add in that cardio element, write in how many minutes you did um, and any other information that you want to add in there. Um, but like you said, Nick, it can be quite um, uh, fatiguing and it can interfere with some training elements, um, especially when we are humans and we have lots of things on our plate right now. If you're time poor, focus on lifting weights is what I'd say. Yeah, I, I've I've definitely experienced uh, doing a lot of cardio over the years, and I just think now that I'm doing not so much, I'm not doing all that spin. I'm getting far better numbers in the gym and far better gains. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. Nick. As a extension of this question, um, and our final question before mm -hmm. we move on. Uh, challengers will look at their training plan and scratch their head and say, whoa, there's only four training days here, or maybe there's only, you know, four exercises on my plan. Um, and then they may compare it to plans that they've followed in the past where they trained seven days a week, or maybe they did 10 different exercises and 30 different sets of activity. And maybe that challenger is also someone who plays a sport. Maybe they're like playing football on the weekends, or maybe want to dabble in things like CrossFit. Um, and the question would come along and say something like, can I add more to my training program? Um, so Nick, if someone came to us and said, uh, I want to add more, let that be another day of exercise, more exercises to my program, maybe adding extra sport or physical activity, what kind of dialogue would you say for that person? I would ask them what their goals are, why they've come to the challenge in the first place. Um, has it been working for them doing as much as they're doing? And if they say yes, if they say I'm really happy with doing all of that, that makes me feel good, then I would say don't hold back. Do what you want to do. However, 
what we would be looking for, the markers would be that we'd like you to progress within your training that we prescribe. So that would be, I would like to see that happening before you go and do all the other stuff. And also just have a look at your body composition, have a look at if you're happy with that. Um, do you feel like you're recovering okay? How's your performance in your other sport going? Um, are there areas that you need to work on with that? Why were you drawn to weight training? Um, would you like to improve in your weight training or is weight training what you do to sustain your other sport? That's the other thing to be really um, asking people because some people, let's say, I, I, if you're a footy player or something, footy is your number one priority. So your weight training will support that. So in that case, of course, you add in your practices, you add in um everything that you need to do for your sport. Say for Shane, he does weight training to support. That's my husband. If nobody's heard about Shane, um, he does weight training to support his karate. So um, I would never say to him, take your karate out. That's it. He loves it. So it really is a case by case basis. So think about what you want. Think about what your goals are. And if you say to me, I just want to build muscle and lose fat, that's a whole different conversation. But that is where I, I go, okay, I'd like you to concentrate on your weight training and your nutrition. I don't want you to add a whole billion other things in. But if you say, I'm a sports person, I just want to make sure that I'm holding up well in my training. I've got you know lots of explosive power. I'm really good um, at you know turning, twisting, squatting, doing all the things that I need to do in my sport. Then, then I would say, go for it. Just make sure that you're recovering well in between and um, not doing it just to quote unquote burn calories. Yeah, no, 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 totally agree. Totally agree, Nick. I think that we need to ask the question, why? Like, why do we want to add more? Um, and we do need to remember that we are dictated by our what's called recovery threshold. How much can you recover from? It's like, it's the same concept as budgeting. You know, how many dollars do you have to spend? If you spend more dollars than you have, all right, you're going to be in debt, okay? Same with movement and exercise and physical activity. You each one of us has our own uh, tolerance for exercise, how much we can do our own budget for exercise. Um, we prescribe a, a, a moderate amount of physical activity that we know through science and, and evidence is enough to elicit a stimulus and a response for change. If we add more for some individuals, it can be better. For others, it can be limiting where you're adding so much extra work, you know, more exercises, more sets, more training days, more volume of physical activity that it becomes a limiting factor in your ability to actually train okay a key example is if i went for you know maybe a 5k run after this podcast nick and then went to go and train legs a couple of hours later my legs would be pretty sore i might not be able to train to the same level as if i was fresh and went and trained legs in the gym okay so the question is always you know why do we want to add more if you're feeling great, if you're feeling awesome, if you've got really high motivation, you're recovering really well from training, um, you know, you've got no aches and pains or anything like that, you know, just everything's going really well. Yeah, yeah, maybe you want to add more. Maybe you choose to do another day of exercise and maybe you choose to add more sets. Um, my advice would be to add maybe a little bit more weight on the bar, maybe add a little bit more um, reps in, in your training so that you train at a higher intensity, start there, and then see how our body responds to that. So we're adding a little bit more without, uh, you know, dumping the load and piling everything onto us. That's when we are more likely to fail. So add small amounts, see how our body responds. If it responds positively, great. Um, if we start to have those negative effects like um, you know, extreme fatigue, 
dismotivation, um, demotivation, uh, um, you know, aches and pains, you know, those types of things. Okay, we've done a little bit too much. Let's scale it back a bit. Mm. Mm. But Nick, yeah. I think that summarizes our prep week FAQ. <laughs> the most common questions that we get, not only in this prep week, but across prep weeks with the M challenge. Um, let's speed run through the rest of the podcast here. So as a summary, prep week this week, challenge officially starts on the 13th of February. So it's not too late to join. Um, it's not too late to be uh, starting your, your challenge. So if you're listening to this and being, oh, geez, I'm Steve, I'm, I'm overseas or I'm busy over the next few days. It's okay, don't stress. It's just prep week. It's time to prepare for the challenge. You know, review your plans, review your, 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 your programs, ask us questions, those types of things. The challenge officially begins on the 13th of February. Okay. Perfect. Now we have introduced a new feature to our Facebook social hub called community chats. Um, and that's actually a feature given to us by Facebook. So it's not actually a challenge feature. It's just a Facebook feature that we turned on and we've introduced a range of different um, chats within our community. So primarily we will find local based chats. So we've got hashtag team Victoria, team New South Wales, team Queensland and such. So different states. So if you want to meet some challenges in your state, maybe you'll find someone who's local to you. Maybe Maybe you want to organize a, a meetup or a catch up or a walk or a hike or a training session. Um, you know, we are personally in Victoria, so we can't facilitate meetups in places like you know Western Australia or Queensland. But if you want to um, initiate those conversations, feel free to join us in those Facebook community chats um, where you can meet challenges local to you. We also have a range of other groups that we um, have started, such as the new parent group. So for mums and dads who are new parents, an over 50s group, um, a muscle building group, a fat loss group. So if you wanna join like-minded challenges to chat about specific goals, head on over to our Facebook social hub um, in the chats area, and you might be able to uh, meet some like-minded individuals. Yeah, absolutely. I reckon they're pretty cool. Um, already some people have helped others out, which I love. And um, the vibe is very positive, which I like as well, because um, it's good to have that kind of energy going on. Absolutely. Mm. Nick, let's move on to our next segment here. We have our community highlights where we highlight some members of our community. So Nick, take us away. Who would you like to highlight this week? Okay. So we've got Jodie McTaggart. She says, getting it done before it gets way too hot. So glad my home gym has air conditioning. Happy Flex Friday, everyone. P.S. Can't wait till Monday, which is now. Um, time to kick them them goals. Whatever your goals are, write them down, stay accountable, and make it happen. Ooh, Jody with the with the goods. Yes, uh, Jody, long time challenger, top ten finalist in the past, um, showing us how it's done. So, uh, congratulations, Jody. We're excited to see what you can do this challenge. Mm -hmm. Next one, we've got Margie Tolcher. So welcome back because she had a couple of challenges off due to injury and things. So welcome back. And she just said, started my day with a morning walk along the beach, which is just, it's a nice little thing to do. You know, I think um, anytime that you can get out into fresh air, nature, breathe, um, it's really good, really grounding to do that. Oh, yeah. Uh, Nick, if you could live anywhere, would you choose the uh, the mountains or the, the beach, the coast? It's funny because now that I actually went to the Grampians recently, I would choose there. I would choose the mountains, even though I would have thought I would have chosen the coast. But to be honest, those those Grampians have, have got my heart. How about you? Yeah, I think I do enjoy like a coastal uh vibe uh, i think more for the community i think everyone's a little bit more chill and relaxed in, in like a coastal vibe um but i also 
don't really like the beach. Yeah, I thought <laughs> so, that. I remember you telling me. <laughs> so it's funny as I say, like coastal vibe. Uh, I don't really like the beach. Like on a hot day, that's the last place I want to be is the beach. So I would say it feels like mountain vibes um, with like a lake, like very, uh, you know, North American style, like, you know, lake, lake, lake vibes. Because um, once upon a time, Nick, uh, without divulging too much, I used to live in a place called Whistler in Canada. So it's, mm-hmm. a, it's a ski resort. And then in, in the summertime, it's a beautiful lake area. It's lovely. Um, that vibe was just peace loses down. So um, yeah, I, I, I think without without uh, sitting on the fence too much, I would probably still lean that coastal vibe, like the, 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 the chill vibe, but I'd also really enjoy um, mountains with a lake, I reckon. Sweet. I'm sure there's somewhere. Comment. To let us know if there's somewhere with mountains, a lake, and a sea. And a sea. Yeah. So yeah Steve yeah. and the fam can move there. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, Nick, back to it. Uh, next one. Okay. Up. Next one we got Vanessa Nichols. Thanks for all the inspiration in the hub. So, that's our Facebook group. I'm signed up. It's not my first challenge, but it's my first M challenge. I'm looking forward to seeing this one through to the end. More determined than ever. Can't wait to get started. Bring on prep week. Yay, Vanessa. Yeah, so good, Vanessa. We see you. We're excited to see what you can do over the next 12 weeks. And uh, let's get into it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Nick, I've got a few I'd like to highlight. Uh, The first one goes out to Manda Simpson. And Manda writes... I'm a manager at a supermarket and there is always lollies, nuts and other snacks given to us as samples by suppliers and I always eat them even though I know I shouldn't. So I've started taking my own snack box to work and I can pick at that throughout the day instead of going to the naughty stuff. Manda, showing us how you can make positive changes to your environment um, that are more powerful than just pure willpower, right? So if she's at work every day staring at these samples from the suppliers, and of course the suppliers want your business, right, Nick? So uh, they're always the really tasty stuff. Um, If you're staring at that all day, eventually you're going to have a bite. Um, But if you brought your own food in, you know, you're making that change, bringing something into your environment. So you have a choice now. Okay, do I choose the naughty stuff or I've got an apple with me or I've got a Maxine's burn bar or maybe a protein shake. Great. These are positive changes and Manda is showing us that. So awesome. Thank you. Absolutely. We're lucky at our work because if we get any samples of anything, it is burn bars and cookies and things that we can (laughs) really, we know what's going on. So we're very fortunate, aren't we? Because imagine if we had lollies shoved in our face all the time. Yeah, it would be a little bit harder, a little bit harder to stay in shape. Definitely, especially when you're tired, like you'd be tired 24-7 at the moment, a little bit of sugar, ooh, there we go. Mm. Nick, next one here comes from Annette Hoskinson. And Annette writes, hi, I've joined my first ever challenge. I've done the first hard step signing up and uh, I'm sure it gets easier from here. What is step number two for me? Question mark. Very inspired by so many amazing stories and transformations. Nick, I wanted to highlight this one because I thought it was a, a great one just to highlight a net and say, hey, we see you. Welcome to the challenge world. Um, and yes, you've taken the, the first step, maybe not the hardest step, but the first step to, to sign up. Um, and the next step is just to jump in the deep end. You know, you, you've dipped your toes in the water. Um, and the next step is to just just uh, wrap yourself around the challenge of life. You know, take a moment, look at your training plan, look at your nutrition plan, divulge in some of the articles in the learn section, listen to the podcast, listen to almost 100 different episodes of the challenge podcast. Um, you know, find as many resources available to you. There might be people close to you. There might be, uh, you know, influencers you see online or people like myself and coach Nick. Um, you know, if this is just the beginning, 
welcome to the 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 awesome journey that is the the, the fitness journey then also the frustrating journey of never-ending goalposts where it just constantly moves and moves and moves so for some that's exciting some it can be frustrating but welcome to it all annette welcome and i i my observation is the hardest step is when something comes along that you don't like how are you going to deal with that that is the hardest step you might go i don't want to have to swap everything around i don't want to have to shop for this i don't want to use these kinds of foods i don't want to train at this time or that sort of thing how are you going to deal with that that is what i want to hear next annette in our next community highlights i want to hear how you're dealing with when it gets hard Ooh, that's a good one mm-hmm Nick, final one here goes out to Peter Jones and Peter writes, today is a rest day and at last my wife and I found a training partner that will give me a run for my money in the gym. Hashtag Mandura Giants. Uh, and it's just a photo of Peter at the Mandura Giants. And what I th- thought was really cool was that in the comments section, um, a range of challengers were posting their own photos with uh, different Mandura Giants, which I thought was really, really cool. So it was just a great example about how our community uh, is fitness focused, but then just on the surrounds of fitness, a little bit of a community vibe where supportive of each other, posting photos of themselves with different giants. So thanks, oh. Peter, and thanks to everybody else for posting those photos. That's my favorite kind of thing. Like we only we only train so we can go and pose with the giants. Like I love that. that was, that's great. So yeah, if you guys have any photos, um, add them to the thread. Yeah, so good, so good. Uh, Nick, final segment here. We have our question and answer segment, and we've gone through a range of questions already. So let's uh, let's just speed run through these questions. Mm-hmm. So first question comes from Desmond, and Desmond writes, "Hi, I was wondering if it is possible to choose the equipment." We have at home and a program is designed with that equipment i.e we may have dumbbells at home but no barbells uh nick what would you say to desmond i would say yes we have programs that are designed to be dumbbell only at home all the way through to a barbell a dumbbell a bench all the way through to commercial type um equipment that you might have collected at home all the way through to a giant commercial gym so um you are covered yeah exactly um you know, to be specific with Desmond's question, does our program give you a plan depending on the equipment that you have? Uh, no, it, it doesn't ask you, you know, tick that you have dumbbells, a kettlebell and a resistance band and um, a box and it's going to design and, and create like an AI uh, program for you. Um, we have base programs and uh, there's information about what equipment is required for each program. So we have a range that just require a set of dumbbells that you could do at home, such as the M home program. And then like you said, Nick, we have other programs that utilize commercial equipment, things like leg presses and stuff that you'd find in most uh, commercial gyms. Mm-hmm. Nick, next question here comes from Patricia and Patricia writes, hi there. I signed up for the challenge two weeks ago and I'm excited to do it again. Yesterday I got a call from the hospital stating my surgery is scheduled for the 1st of March and my recovery time is one to two weeks. Is there any lightweight training exercises I can do after my recovery during the challenge? Okay, Uh, so firstly, Patricia, um, when you say surgery, that can mean a, a whole range of different things. I hope that it's just a simple procedure that goes through a very basic recovery process um and we can get back into some physical activity in a reasonable time um 
if you rush that recovery period, especially if it's, you know, abdominal surgery and you're eager to get back into training, um, you can have some complications. So I hope that you speak with your surgeon or consultant um, and even like a physio post-surgery would be my first step of advice. The second part of your question is, is there any lightweight training exercises? Um, I would say yes, um, you know, light or heavy exercise is a feeling, not a, not a number, not an exercise. Um, so let's say a squat, you know, you could do a bodyweight squat, you could do an assisted squat, a supported squat, you know, hold onto a pole and squat down, hold onto a, um, you know, a TRX suspension um, device and squat down. Um, you know, you could regress it even further and do like a really light leg press and such. So there's ways you can regress an exercise to make it easier. Um, and there's a way to progress exercise and make it more difficult, add load to it, you know, start squatting 50 kilos, 100 kilos, 200 kilos. Um, so exercise is very scalable. Um, and you know, any exercise could be a quote, light exercise. My advice would be to start at the foundation of movement, you know, walking, it's a light, uh, intensity activity that anyone could, almost anyone couldn't complete, go for walks, see how our body feels, um, and then introduce some body weight exercises, um, and then add some loaded exercises. So, you know, move from like a, a sit to stand, sit down on a chair, stand back up, body weight exercise. Uh, like a, a standing squat um, and then progress it into like a loaded squat which is a simple way to progress that but i hope someone like a physio or your consultant would be able to guide you through that in a more specific way yeah nick next question here comes from melissa and melissa mm -hmm. writes question before i sign up so hopefully melissa's joined us now um will i be able to input my own workouts between my sport and injury, I need to fully customize my program, but couldn't last time. Nick, what would you say to Melissa? Okay, so Melissa, I believe that you are a Spartan race champion. And um, we don't have that on our program. So you, if you were being really crafty and you wanted to stick to the program for whatever reason you you really wanted to engage with the app you could have a look at what exercises you already do that are listed in one of our programs i would say say a full body program but if you've already got your program going on you can't really make up a complete program and add it in so uh that isn't something that we offer just simply because most people that come to us want the guidance of a program. So someone that's advanced such as yourself doing a very specialized specific sport, you might get something else out of the challenge. It might be the community feel. It might be um, the nutrition side. It might be the articles. It might be just hanging out with us. But um, at the moment, we don't have that sort of uh, feature where you can completely write your own program. Uh, yeah, I wish I could tell you that we do but I don't know if I really wish that because I know that you're already covered with your program so if you wanted to include the exercises that you do they might be on there but there's um nothing specific yeah yeah mm. no I, I completely agree Nick uh the M Challenge app is not simply just a uh, an exercise tracking app um it's an exercise prescription app so um there's probably a lot better apps out there if you wanted to just simply design your own training plan and follow that there's probably some much better apps who are dedicated to that being the best uh, workout tracking app out there that's that's mm -hmm. not where where we are um so uh, the the question would be you know um 
you could utilize some of our training programs and complement what you're training right now. Um, or like you said, Nick, utilize other features of the app, anything from our community advice from people like us, um, or even just the competition itself. Maybe you choose to join the challenge for the competition um, and maybe you set all the programs aside because you wanna follow your own programs. Totally fine and acceptable. That's right. We just want you to be happy. So no matter no matter what that looks like for you, you know, with, with thousands of people in this challenge, there's no way that we're going to be able to get it perfect for every single person. So whatever you can draw from it, you take from it. And we are absolutely more than happy to have you in the community. I'm sure you'll give back to us as well. You'll show us some examples of, I've seen your story. It's awesome. So you just keep doing you. Yeah, so good. Uh, Nick, final question here we have from Alvaro. And Alvaro writes, hi, Coach Steve. And I say hi, Alvaro. Um, I was listening to one of your podcast episodes and heard you were involved in Pilates. I have been practicing Pilates for years now and cannot start my day without some sort of Pilates exercise. I joined the challenge to motivate me to lose a little bit of weight and tone up. I'm very excited, but I just wanted to check if it would be okay to maintain my Pilates routine. Okay, uh, so hi Alvaro. Yes, um, I have a history of being a Pilates instructor, um, more in a clinical sense. Um, so when I was finishing my master's in osteopathy, I got trained as a clinical Pilates instructor, helping out in a, in a clinical studio. Um, and then I'm quite interested in the reformer um, machine. I'm actually recording this podcast, Nick, while I'm using the reformer machine as my desk right now. Okay. So how many um, springs, how many springs do you have? I had to put all, all, all five of them on to keep it stable. So it doesn't swing. Uh, but, um, I think the first comments I'd say about Pilates, um, having gone through the, uh, the Pilates world is it's not pure dogma. It's not, you know, one way to complete a, an exercise. Um, and the spectrum of what is a Pilates exercise and what is not a Pilates exercise is, is just very broad. Um, so when someone says that they're doing Pilates with the intent that they're doing a certain Pilates exercise, um, you know, those exercises are also found in places like yoga, also found in places like just gyms, right? So it's not like an exercise is a Pilates exercise per se. Pilates is more of a philosophy of movement, um, a way to think about how we move. And what I've taken away from Pilates is not so much the exercise, the movement or the, the, the woo-woo-ness of it, um, is more of the principles of movement. And they're simple things, stuff that when I say them, you're gonna go, oh yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Things like, you know, focus, control, um, concentration, breathing, flow, uh, delineation, right? So these types of things is what I now apply in my weightlifting. So when I'm lifting, I try to focus, I try to center, I try to control, I try to think about my breathing. Um, things like um, dissociation where you're saying like, okay, I'm trying to move this one joint and this one joint only. When you're doing, let's say a bicep curl, that's not a Pilates exercise, but you can apply Pilates principles to a bicep curl and go, okay, how do I just bend my elbow and not move my wrist or my shoulder or the rest of my body, right? So that is a Pilates principle, okay? Um, now, the main question is, can I maintain my Pilates routine or my Pilates practice? And that's the same question as saying, can I maintain my yoga practice, my flexibility routine, um, you know, things that I really love doing. And I would say, yes, I would say that um, Pilates is lower on the spectrum of the interference effect where something like maybe um, running a marathon and training for running a marathon would be really high on the interference spectrum. So that if you were doing something like Pilates, whether it is, maybe in a simple way, some flexibility work, some mobility work, maybe some light core training, whatever you're doing in that Pilates routine, um, 
that is totally fine to complete while you're doing the challenge. Similar to the answer we gave earlier in the podcast, if you're finding that you're feeling really tired, not motivated, aches and pains, um, plateauing in your training, these types of things are occurring, okay, maybe you're doing too much, maybe your Pilates routine is closer to a uh, CrossFit workout than what is deemed as, you know, simple Pilates that was described by Joseph Pilates when he when he created the thing. So um, it does uh, it does sit on a, on, a, on a spectrum. In most cases, totally fine to do something like that, um, but it, it it can have an interference effect if it's on a different spectrum. Okay. Yep. I also love Pilates, so I'm down. You're down down with it so good uh nick look let's wrap it up there for episode number 9999 um, of the challenge weekly show if you enjoyed this episode let us know and we'll catch you next week for the big episode episode number 100 triple digits i'm excited nick that's crazy we made it see you then guys thanks for tuning in guys if you like the show share it with a friend or leave us a review on itunes to spread the good word see you next time